This is the East Nashville Yacht Club Podcast. My name is Kellen Cole. I'm sitting here with my main man, the Mayor Madison, Richard Lips. How are you doing this lovely evening? Doing well, man. How about you? Oh, just sitting on the rainbow. You know how long it's been since you've heard that. We haven't said that in a while. It's been like two, three weeks. I think three weeks. It feels like forever. The longest we've gone, right? Yeah, we went to celebrate. We had a whole big month of (laughs) three-year anniversary to celebrate. We did nothing. No podcast. No podcast. (laughs) And one of them you're not even on. (laughs) <laughs> was that during the month of June? That was during the that, month that of June. That was the first week, wasn't it? Yeah. That was the first yeah. week. All right. Anyway, so we got we have a uh, special guest on tonight. Uh, we do. We do. We do. Uh, our guy, Jared Mercer, from the uh, Country Music uh, Allies. All right, welcome. Hi, thanks for having me. Hey, no problem. No problem. How you doing tonight? Doing pretty well so far. How about you? Hey, everything's good. Everything's good, man. We're glad to have you on. Awesome. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. Yeah, we appreciated you uh, coming on. We had uh, uh, Nashville Nora uh, ask us to re- uh, reach out to you. I don't know uh, what her, I'm assuming her real name is Nora, not Nashville. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nora is a good friend of mine. She's very sweet. And she actually, you know, recommended you all to me as well. So thank you, Nora. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's pretty cool. Uh, I guess follow her on Instagram. <laughs> Nashville, Nashville Nora. Nora. <laughs> yes, she talks all things Nashville, all things old Nashville. So How do you know her? her? Uh, we went through the page, Country Music Allies. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. She was one of the earlier people I she met. She was one of the first allies. She was. She was the first ally, <laughs> and she signed, <laughs> you know, gay rights into um, action. Well, that's awesome. <laughs> so, so <laughs> she's actually the first one, okay? <laughs> I would say, I think I heard you right. You said, <laughs> did uh, put gay rights into action. Is that what you said? She did. Her and gotcha. Spears, like, signed all that. <laughs> If it wasn't for them, too. If it wasn't for them, too. There would be no Country Music Allies. There would not be, no. So what made you start this group? And and what is the mission of Country Music Allies? So, yeah. Back when I started, about... Uh, Hold it. You want to hold it flat. There. Am I holding it right? Perfect. I'm sorry. This is the first time I've done this. Um, (laughs) So, yeah. When I first started back in 2019, there wasn't anything like it. So, it was basically just came to me, like, sitting on my couch. It was just really casual. I wanted to make something... You know, for queer country singers to mm-hmm. have a place to connect, um, and that was my mission: was for them to f- be able to find each other, and for queer country fans to be able to find each other. And at that time, there was nothing like that out yep. there. Um, there were queer country singers, of course, but there was no like special um, organization dedicated to them. So that's why I started it. And then, you know, since then, other ones have popped up, and it's become, uh, you know, you know, it's trending now. Yeah. Um, to be queer in country music, so that's awesome. Yeah, and just a few short years, it's really changed. I, I would assume Lil Nas X did a lot with that. I mean, not as sorta, you know. Um, I would say he helped just being associated with country music, mm-hmm. right? Not country. necessarily a country artist, right? But, but being country adjacent, being affiliated with Billy Ray Cyrus, I definitely think that helped. Okay, gotcha. So, how long have you been a country music fan? Oh my gosh, uh, since I was uh, very young. Did you move here to be an artist too? Oh gosh, no! You don't. Want to, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, you don't want to hear me sing. Um, 
Although I have tried that, and there is a rough recording somewhere on some producer's laptop that I hope is fried by now. Um, no, yeah, I'm not a singer, just a fan. Um, I love music. I love country music especially, so yeah. So what got you into country? Um, well, where are you from, first off, anyway? So I'm from a very rural town in Missouri. Okay. Um, south of St. Louis is where yeah, I'm originally yeah, from. Okay. And yeah, I grew up there. I grew up on a horse farm, and... Uh, both of my parents were really into country music at that time, um, mm-hmm. mainly my dad. My mom listened to pretty much everything, but my dad especially. So, um, you know, for my fifth birthday, I got a CD player with, you know, Schneid Twain's The Woman and Me. So it just kind of started with the divas from there. <laughs> <laughs> so you're a big fan of mostly female country? Um I, I guess you could say that, yes. Okay, I gotcha. I would say, man, I feel like a woman has got to be a little bit of an anthem, right? I would say so. If you consider that song country, I would say so. I was about to say, I think a lot of people outside of country music know that song. Like, uh, it, when, is, it is crossing When you have uh, uh, Harry Styles covering it, mm-hmm. I would say that, yes, it has, <laughs> it think, has jump genres. I think, and for the most part, she considers herself a pop artist as well. Yeah. I would, after a certain point, for sure. Yeah, or like at least some of her albums, mm-hmm. I definitely consider pop. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not the genre police. I just she said that in interviews herself. Well, I would say she is though. I mean, I mean, definitely. I, heck, I, I don't mean, even it's know. not the. Yeah, I mean, it's not the typical. Uh, you know, back country. In the day, yeah. I don't no. Think. No, she was like the female version of Garth Brooks in the it's, 90s, it's right? It's not Gretchen Wilson. <laughs> she is not Gretchen Wilson. So do you prefer more like traditional country? I do, yes. I love all types of country and, you know, all the subgenres, but traditional country is probably my favorite. So uh, when you came, did you come to Nashville specifically for the reason of, of this group? Or is this something you started when you came to Nashville? Um, so no, I didn't come specifically for this group. Um, I've always wanted to live here. Um, when I was younger, you know, I heard you in one of the episodes talking about the Comic Con at the fairgrounds. Um, yeah, that's where Fanfare used to be, CMA Fest, and mm-hmm. sure was. I would go to that, and it was really hot. And my parents were not thrilled, but I begged them every year to take me, <laughs> and um, I just really fell in love with it. It was a much different city then. Yeah. Um, it was a small town. It was attainable for someone like me at that point. Now it's not so much, but yeah. um, I'm still here. Um, so yeah, that's why. I I moved here is just because I fell in love with it so long ago. Yeah. And I stayed uh, true to myself. I didn't leave because uh, <laughs> <laughs> I really didn't have anywhere else to, anywhere else to go. A homebody. I had no ambition. <laughs> <laughs> just living life. I never had a reason to One leave. Day Everything I wanted Everything was here. here. Yeah. Everything was here, and it just kind of grew with me, really, which is kind of an odd thing to think with a city, but it totally grew with me. Uh, not saying I'm big time now, but <laughs> but for sure. So what were you doing with the CMAs? How active were you involved with that? Uh, during CMA Fest? Yeah. Um, I didn't do anything. Um, I had um, a show not affiliated with the festival at yeah. uh, the Lipstick Lounge. Okay. Where I had a couple of my longtime supporters, Brandon Stanzel, Harper Gray, and Chris Hausman came out. Okay. Um, super fun night. And then we also did a, the next night we did the Bowery Vault, which is, one of my favorite venues here in Nashville. Mm-hmm. And we had a couple people come out and play there as well. Hey, uh, way off topic because you brought up Lipstick Lounge. So maybe, maybe you know, I, I don't know if you know or not, but that's one of only 21 lesbian bars left in the country. That's what I hear, yes. What is the reason for I have, that, it just seems like that would not, who's, is that your car? Whose car is going off? <laughs> I don't think it's mine. So is that like, like are they like the arcade now? Like, <laughs> I mean, arcade. one of the last standing. I believe. I mean, that is so weird to think that, but I would think that 
acceptance would have to be the reason why they're dwindling. Right. You know, maybe um, lesbian people are going to other bars. That's all I could think of. They're going to like sports bars or something else or regular bar. I don't know where they go. I have no idea. (laughs) Well, I haven't surveyed the lesbian population, but I'm assuming that they are still going to bars. I guess they just. I would assume just different bars. (laughs) It's got to be just different bars. Just going there. They're just going where they want to go. That's it. Just going where they want to go. You got options. You got options. You always sweat. I sweat, sweat all the time. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, you got questions for us? <laughs> I have a ton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's your favorite episode you've ever recorded? Favorite episode we've ever recorded? Oh, man, that's a good question. Um, the one where he wasn't on it. Yeah, no, my favorite episode we ever recorded, uh, gosh. There's so many, it's hard to pick. There are a ton, so you probably don't know this, but there were 89 episodes that we deleted before we started recording again, because uh, apparently you can't play a bunch of copywritten music without oh. uh, people getting mad. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say favorite episode, probably the one my daughter was on. I remember that one, that was back at, oh, uh. Ed uh, Jeremiah's. Yep. Yep. Um, that one, or I would say, <laughs> gosh, which one do I go back and listen to pretty frequently? The uh, the taste testing one was pretty good. All time favorite? Yeah, Hamburger Helper taste that testing was pretty, was funny. pretty funny. The Christmas episode was good. The Christmas episode was very funny. Yeah, that would be another good one. Um, Megan Berry was good. Very. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're all, they're our children. I, I don't even <laughs> want to compare them. Like which ones, I don't know. Which one was your favorite? Uh, probably Jason Marsden. Yeah, have you ever met him? I have not. No, but I hear that he lives here. He does. He, does. he lives in East Nashville. He's a nice guy. Very nice. Um, I, I'm sure he would love to have you on his, uh, the Mars, uh, uh variety, Mars variety show. show. Yeah. I don't know which season he's on or anything. So what you, do you have any like events coming on in town or anything? Like what, what do you do with country music allies to, to really get the word out? That's a great question. So we try to be as loose as possible. And by we, I mean me. Um, I, <laughs> I, so are you the board of directors? I am. I'm everything. The CEO, the I'm CFO. Everything. Um, I could close it down today if I wanted to. And some days I think about it. But um, really, uh, we just want to keep it as loose as possible. So lots of social media. Um, but we do do events here in Nashville. Um, I'm not able to really take it on the road or do anything. That's something yeah. I want to do in the future. But we do have our next event is going to be. So I don't know if you know this, but October is LGBTQ plus History Month. Um, I did not know that. Founded by someone from Missouri who I happen to know. Um, I didn't know that he founded it until way later. But yeah, he grew up in my hometown. So we are going to do something with that during October. And we're going okay. to um, kind of showcase some of the artists that were queer but weren't able to be out back in their back in their time. Like Wilma Burgess. She was... Mm-hmm. Um, she was a known lesbian in the like country music community, but it wasn't necessarily anything that you know tabloids or anything were picking up on at that time because mm-hmm. I, I don't really think country music had a lot of you know Hollywood flair at that point. Um, so yeah, she um, op- actually opened, I believe, the first lesbian bar in Tennessee, which was really the Hitching Post, um, which. I'm not totally 100% sure, but I believe it's where Zanies was, or Zanies is. I was going to say, I've heard of that one. Uh, so, yeah, I, I don't know. It, I want to say it was the Stirrup was over there or something, too. I can't remember. Man, I swear it was over there. I say it was before my time. It was, I mean, this is a long yeah. time ago. I'm talking like 25 years ago, yeah. 20. Uh, um, I grew up over in that side of town, oh, okay. so I remember 
where that is and stuff. But uh, I want to say it was over there. I, I could be totally wrong. So where do you typically have your events and like what kind of events do we have? So we have concerts everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, our last one was at the Bowery Ball. Before that, the Lipstick Lounge. We used to have them at um, the Sutler before it closed. We did yep. a couple of charity events there. Um, actually raised a lot of money for the Tennessee Equality Project. Which That's is, awesome. Um, yeah, super cool. I don't know if you remember. I'm sure you saw it at the time, but Taylor Swift had donated, um, I believe, $113,000 nice. to their organization um, a couple of years ago. And so we wanted to... We had a Taylor Swift night, and to honor her, we donated all the proceeds to the Tennessee Equality Project. So um, that was super fun. And then the next one that we're putting together now is going to be at the Analog. So do you mainly work with artists or just really with people, just fans? Uh, mainly artists putting together all these shows. But I communicate with fans all day long. I get messages mm-hmm. um, like, you should check out this person's music or something like that. Trying to push somebody. Uh, yes. Yeah, so, I mean, it's never, <laughs> hi, how are you? It's listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> so can you name a few that we should listen to? A queer country music artist? Yes. Yeah. Okay, let's start. Um, <laughs> some of... Um, I mean, they're all my favorite. I love them all, kind of like you with your podcast. Um, yeah. They've all been so nice to me. But Chris Hausman, um, he lives here in Nashville, mm-hmm. one of my favorites. Harper Gray is one of my favorites. Charlie Rogers, um, Brooke Eden, mm-hmm. Lila McCann. Are Shelly these Virgil. all local? Um, most of them are based here. Um, one of my favorites, Brandon Stanzel. He's based in L.A. He's actually from Tennessee but lives there okay. now. Um, and then Paisley Fields lives in New York. Um so I, I do have, and then I have one in Australia, my friend Tommy, he lives down there. So, I mean, they're, they're everywhere. Yeah. So, and this isn't because uh, I, I don't listen to uh, gay country artists. It's because I don't listen to country artists. Who is the biggest <laughs> gay country artist? Like, is there like, who's going to be the, the Shania Twain? Who's going to be the breakout? Well, I don't think. There's probably one and not, nobody knows they're gay, right? I was going to say, I I mean, you know, T.J. Osborne right now, probably, um, of Brothers Osborne. But, I mean, I'm sure there's so many that maybe aren't out publicly that I have no idea about yeah. that are probably already charting. And I'm just, sure there prob- there's got to be somebody, you would think. I mean, I've heard stuff, but I can't confirm or deny. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I would think it's... That's no, not probability. R- rap's right? probably still harder to break into. As a gay artist, then country. I mean, outside of Lil Nas X, I would think, I would think that rap would still be hard. I don't know. Be surprised. I I think it's just hard. (laughs) Just period. (laughs) I mean, yeah, I think the music biz is hard. Maybe um, you know, behind the scenes work is a little bit easier. Well, so like one thing I was I was kind of curious about with do 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 like do the gay artists have like more trouble getting studio time or anything like that? I was wondering if that was type of stuff that you you try to promote or just i guess labels here and anything like that right um well i don't have any major label connections yet um i do always try to connect people that can help you to help each other so if i know someone who has a studio and i get a message is that an issue for a lot of them i don't know it's an uh, an issue because they're a queer artist i think it's just a lot of funding yeah. is tied more up than with, anything else yeah. i think i'm like, thinking this day and time it's easy to get studio time because everybody has a studio there's so many small knit studios in nashville right i mean now. but there's only so much studio time to go around I'm just saying, it's not like you're going to the big record labels to get studio time. 
No, like I mean, it's not like day. RCA. That's what I'm saying. Stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's there's, what I'm saying. there's stuff everywhere. I mean, I don't see well, well, closing Mac the doors. You could make <laughs> yeah. your bathroom one. I mean, yeah. you could. You and could I do. believe that a lot of people do. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I think a whole lot of people do. I mean, Drake's notorious for saying he makes most of his albums on on his bus. <laughs> I mean, because you can, you can do all that yeah. stuff right there. Yeah, it's pretty phenomenal. So. Um, yeah, but if I can connect someone with someone who can help them, I absolutely love to do that because I do not work in the music industry. Um, you actually do not work in the music? No, I have a whole, I have a day job. Um, just a big I, fan of music. Just a big fan of music. And now that I started it, I'm just kind of, I've kept going with it. Um, I really don't get much out of it at this point, like personally, other than seeing other people make connections. And it's still something I'm really strongly or feel strongly about. Well, I'm personally, not, yeah, I get some satisfaction out of this. You gotta get some joy out of this. Well, I love music. Yeah, I think that's the reason, or the reason I keep going. I mean, promoting shows has got to be fun. It is, yes. Um, and then because I get to go for free, so <laughs> yeah, it's super fun. And then I get to, you know, connect with artists that I otherwise normally wouldn't get to connect. Yeah, with. that is a perk to having a podcast. So w- there's a lot of people like you that we wouldn't uh, have been able to speak with if we didn't do this. So that's uh, a side effect that we didn't realize would happen. Um, but there is something to be said for being able to talk to people you wouldn't normally talk to. And like that, that's an awesome perk to have. I mean, it's, it doesn't pay the rent, but um, <laughs> it definitely doesn't. But um, yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's yeah, really interesting. And they definitely, these are people I would not come in contact in my nine to five job. Yeah. So, what's your vision for the future of uh, Country Music Allies? I want to keep it really grassroots and just keep doing what I'm doing. So if I could make her, you know, take it on the road and have shows at other festivals or uh, make a festival itself. I've, yeah, I've heavily thought about that. I have a lot of ideas. Um, That'd be pretty cool. It's hard to get them off the ground. Um, I do have some people who have reached out with intentions to sponsor. So maybe in the future, that's something we can do Mm -hmm. right now. I'm just focusing on the October show, which is, you know, the queer history of country music, which I'm really excited about. Um, But yeah, that's kind of, I'm just taking it day by day. I don't ever, I've never wanted to like monetize it or make it, yep. um, you know, a job. Yeah, real flashy because it, it's just supposed to be fun. And if it's not fun, then there's really no point in doing it. So, with the history show, are you going to like go through, like literally go through the history? Mm-hmm. I'm going to out everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Only the ones that I know um, would appreciate it. So, yeah, we're going to talk about um, some of the people who you know, weren't able to be out during their, you know, time on radio or time on a record yeah. label and um, talk about some of the current artists and have them share stories and maybe uh, cover some songs from those people who aren't with us anymore. Gotcha. Where are you at? I, I don't hear you talking much. <laughs> you do enough for, for the both of us. Oh, do I? <laughs> <laughs> I can keep going. Don't you worry. I can keep on going. So, who's your favorite current artist right now? See, I was about to ask that. My just anything. anything. Oh boy, um, what a question! Is um, it Morgan Wallen? It is not. <laughs> you don't like Morgan Wallen. Wallen? I don't have any thoughts. What do you think? His? Th- uh, you think he'll ever work with Country Music Allies? He will. Yes. Um, <laughs> he he's, he's, I have a call with him in the morning. Um, <laughs> just kidding, but I mean, he's welcome to um, take over the page and talk if he wants. I don't know what he has to say, but he's more than welcome. I got a feeling it's a lot. You know, I, a lot of people that I follow, you know, share his music and are fans of him. So, um, 
you know, I can't say too much, but I mean, if he does want to come over and uh, address the gay community, I would really love for that to happen. I don't think he's uh, addressed. Uh, you may not want him to address your community, right, Kellen? <laughs> he, he got a song out with Lil Dirk. <laughs> he oh, said, was that his apology song? That was his transgressions. Did you <laughs> not hear about that? No, I did not. He <laughs> yeah. came out with an apology song? I mean, he was kind of showing, hey, I like the black community. I got community. a black friend, yes. too. I got a black friend. Yes. That's how that's how it works. That's what, that's how all PR firms work. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what that, why Tim McGraw and Nelly got together? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he probably had a racist, uh, <laughs> racist outburst at Kroger or something. Oh, <laughs> not Tim. Let's but get, let's get uh, no, Nelly on the phone. Shoot. Get Nelly on the phone. It was never Tim. Um, <laughs> yeah, so anyway, he's welcome to talk to me if he wants. Um, but my favorite current artist, um, wow, in country music, um, <laughs> Carly Pierce. I think she's amazing. She's very talented, mm-hmm. and I love to see the success that she's had in joining the Grand Ole Opry. You don't have to name just country. You can just name anybody you like. I, I really love Vance Joy's new album. Mm-hmm. I really love Mandy Moore's new album. We saw her last week at the Mandy Ryman. Mandy Moore. She has a new album. I didn't know she had a new she album. She does. Yeah, she had one right at the beginning of COVID. And then... She just played the Ryman? She played the Ryman, yeah. Oh, wow. And I don't know if you're familiar with Dawes, but she's married to mm-hmm. one mm-hmm. of the members. And he had COVID, so he played from backstage mm-hmm. making Ryman history. No one's ever done that before. No one's played from backstage at the Ryman? That's what they said. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, why so, would they? <laughs> so Mandy Moore made history at the Ryman Auditorium. Look at that! So, somebody said uh, so. So my cousins played at the Ryman, and then I don't know how it came into it, but we had the question of has anyone had sex at the Ryman? Somebody's definitely had sex at the Ryman, right? Oh, I'm sure. At least somebody. DJ. <laughs> I mean, like Johnny Cash railed, like. <laughs> <laughs> You know, that's where, you know, the Grand Ole Opry was back in the day. So I'm sure those busy artists and members. Somebody. It Are wasn't talking many, about like on stage or just in the Not on room. stage, but somewhere at Thrive. I mean, maybe yeah. on stage. I bet somebody has on the stage. It probably wasn't a full house or anything. I was somebody. Like, I for performance reasons. Performance but. art. <laughs> somebody has on that stage. Yeah, that's going to be my next mission is to find out who that was. Uh, gosh, if I had to guess Minnie Pearl. Probably the first. Mini so. Yeah, it was definitely many pearls. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, we don't fact check here. I don't know. Obviously. Yeah, all these opinions are my own and don't represent anybody but me. <laughs> <laughs> so if you could throw a festival, where would you want it at? Well, um, if I was Cookville. Doing- <laughs> Greenbrier. Greenbrier. Yeah. <laughs> oh, somewhere in Robertson County. <laughs> Ideal. I would have it in Greenbrier because that's just like you know the ultimate, the ultimate town. Wouldn't um, the G stands for gay? I believe. <laughs> um, Quintessential. Well, I would have it if I had it in Nashville. It would have to be in December because it's very hot and I can't be outside too long. Boy, I'm with you on that one. Golly. So, um, I don't know. Let's do it in Nashville um, in the fall. What would be your ideal lineup? Like if you had five to seven artists, oh gosh, that you can, it like money wasn't an issue. Everybody would say yes. What would the ideal lineup be? Okay, so I think my followers would kill me if I didn't say Casey Musgraves. And you mm-hmm. know, we, she's good. You know, it's not just exclusive to queer artists over at Country Music Allies. It's allied artists too, and she's very um, 
she's an outspoken ally and she's done a lot for the gay community and um, they really appreciate her and like her music. So I would definitely have her. I would definitely have Brothers Osborne. Who else would I have? Ooh. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> How many country artists, newer ones, can you name outside of Morgan Wallen? Florida Georgia Line. <laughs> Uh, Jason Aldean, uh, Luke Bryan. You know Aldean has been around almost twenty years. I'm naming everybody who owns a bar downtown. <laughs> um, I actually met Jason Aldean at Fanfare 2005. Is he nice? He was to me then, but I was like twelve, so I don't, I don't know. I mean, uh, sure, he wouldn't be a I don't, to a twelve year old. I don't, sure I don't know uh, how he would feel about me now. I think he would love to play your festival. I think that he mm-hmm. needs to do it, and I think Florida Georgia Line needs to reunite and do it as well. Are they not together? I think they've parted ways. Can does anybody know who they are? It's about Is this gonna be like a big and rich situation? Nobody knows who they are without each other. Oh, <laughs> um, well, you yeah. know they used to have an offshoot uh, group called Oh something Pirates. Do you know? You remember that with uh, Chase Rice? No clue. God dang it. To bring up uh, favorite past episodes, too, the one where we told this woman, so we brought out all our recording equipment. <laughs> and I had this big running joke with him. I was like, we need to take you downtown and tell people you're Cowboy Troy. And he's like, I don't look like Cowboy Troy. I'm like, I know, but they'll believe it. And uh, so we told this woman, so we had all our recording equipment. And I go, and she's like, well, what's going on? Who are y'all? I go, oh, that's Cowboy Troy. She started taking pictures with him and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it was so crazy. And you never so, told her the truth. Never told her it wasn't yeah, Cowboy so Troy. Oh, you know, she went back home to like Indiana. So I was like, I met a celebrity. I she, met Cowboy I know Troy. She did. I know she did. It was probably on her Facebook that night. Uh, can you name a Cowboy Troy song? I could not. Save a horse ride a cowboy is not him, right? That's big and red. Come mm. on, come on, ride the train. I don't know. Uh, but it I, has to do with the train. It does. There, I know he has a train one. Uh, Choo Choo. I don't know. What is it called? <laughs> it's called uh, I play chicken with the train. Oh, that is right. That is what it is. Are you a big Cowboy Troy fan? I like him. <laughs> <laughs> is he still around? <laughs> I believe he is. Yes. Um, I remember he was at CMA Fest not um, too long ago. Um, I didn't go this year, but I think he was there in 2019. Hey, fun fact. Lee Greenwood came out with a new version of uh, God Bless the USA when they overturned Roe v. Wade. A new version? <laughs> when they overturned Roe v. Wade. Oh, he's, I'm definitely calling him tomorrow for the festival. <laughs> he, should be a, he should be a headliner at your festival. Yeah, maybe the the MC. You know, I think we're on to something. We could just do the festival of like the most unlikely candidates to play like a queer country festival. And be don't like, tell <laughs> any of them what it is. Yeah. And then donate all the proceeds to Toby Glad. Keith. <laughs> yeah, everything goes to Glad. Toby Keith. Yeah. Uh, uh, we'll have <laughs> Lee Greenwood. Uh, gosh, who else would play? Kid Rock? Kid, Kid Rock. Sure, I want to have it at his. He'd be a great marshal. At his bar. Yeah, I'm going to have it there. If you could do it at his bar, that would be amazing. Um, hey, I like how y'all took the uh, Q word back. I feel like I can't say that. Am I allowed to say that? Queer? Yeah. Say it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm not It's been a bad word my whole life <laughs> That's what my mom said too She was like I don't like all that I was like okay When, was it, <laughs> okay. when did it become uh, okay to say it again? The last few years, we've taken back lots of words. Y'all have taken uh, that one back for yeah, sure. And like even the F word, like in the gay community, like we're reclaiming it. It's just, it is what it is. That's one I never say. <laughs> I don't really like it either. I think just because of like growing up like trauma. Um, yeah. So I try to avoid it. But that's I mean, a reason. <laughs> that's a reason. Oh gosh, I have uh, lots of trauma. Well, I think we all do. Uh, your trauma is probably different. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody has a little bit of different trauma. Everybody's trauma is different. Yeah. yeah. I don't think anybody has the same trauma for sure. No, no. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure I can go tit for tat with you. Yeah. I mean, I haven't really met that many people who haven't experienced some sort of trauma. You know, and the older you, I get, the more I learn to not judge someone's trauma. Just what I think is not that bad doesn't mean it wasn't that exactly. bad to someone exactly. else. Yep. Yeah. I used to be guilty of that. I'm like, well, good. I'm sorry you went through that, but mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let me one up you over here. I was bad about that myself. I'm like, <laughs> well, you'll live, you learn. You had two meals a day? <laughs> <laughs> hold up, hold up. You don't have any cigarette burns on your arms? <laughs> I got a story for you. <laughs> so when did you move to Nashville? I moved here after um, a tragic divorce. Hello to my ex, if you're listening, in 2020. Oh, man, that recent, huh? Yeah, Brand so new. but I was here all the time. Doing you started the group in 2019? Mm-hmm. Okay, gotcha. Um, so, yeah, before I lived here, but I was doing, um, I was here all the time. Were you? Did he yeah. live here? No, he did not. She. She? Me. I'm she. just kidding. <laughs> Don't say I'm assuming um, here. <laughs> no, we lived in Missouri, um, and we were back and forth all the time. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Um, so, yeah, that's where I'm from, and that's where I went to college, and that's where... Um, had a relationship and then um you know we tried to move here but due to his school and everything that he was going through we just couldn't do it so whenever he was like bye i was like okay i hope you haven't told your parents you're gay and this is the first time i um i think they're gonna find out as soon as this airs <laughs> and then so, i'm just gonna block Christmas their number is gonna be so <laughs> weird tomorrow <laughs> uh, i'm gonna block their number so i never have to hear about it <laughs> Do you like it being here? Do you like? Is it what you thought it would be? It's not what I remember because, okay. um, you know, like I was saying earlier, you know, I wanted to be like putting together like fanfare every year and like yeah. putting together like Mandy McCready's booth, um, and that just didn't happen. There really for wasn't me. that much country in Nashville. Like most people who grew up in Nashville did not listen to country music, right? Um, uh, it's not like it is now. There's way more country in Nashville now than there's ever been. I, I think mean, it has always been country. There's been country, but not to the extent. Well, they blended in with regular members of town at that yeah. point. Um, now they stand out a little bit more, um, as does everyone, because everyone's so different that lives here. Um, but yeah, it's just not what I remember. You know, the first time I ever went to a place on Broadway, I parked on the street and didn't pay for it. Like, boy, I miss those days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so things are different. I'm not saying it's bad. I don't hate the new Nashville because I mean. I think it's definitely made it a safer place for queer people to live with mm-hmm. um, having, you know, people move in and kind of, um, you know, bring their opinions and values here as well. Um, but it, it's very, it's very crowded. It is very <laughs> crowded. That was one thing I noticed when uh, we went to Gucci Mane uh, and when we were downtown, it was during CMAs and it was, uh, it just looked like any other day <laughs> on Broadway. It was just packed. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really didn't look any different. Just a bunch no. of stages. That was about it. A bunch of stages, and it's very say, hot. What did you expect, though? What did I expect it at, to look like? Yeah, after the last five or six Excuse years, <laughs> did you not expect it to be packed? I mean, I knew it would be packed. It's always packed. Yeah, Downtown is just always packed. <laughs> but you guys, There's like not this, a day. If we go down on life. Broadway right now, <laughs> it is packed. I promise Always, you. yes. Let's go to Broadway. Y'all ready? Let's go. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> um, Do you like hanging out on Broadway? Uh, no. 
No, me neither. Um, <laughs> you know, I have friends that play down there, and I love to go see them, but it's super loud, and it's super hot. Is, and yes, yes, it is. I'm always looking over my shoulder. I'm like, what takes hot? forever it, to like, get a drink? going to vomit on me. Like, I just don't like yeah. all that. It smells nice. The anxiety, <laughs> the anxiety <laughs> is too much. The, the alley between the Ryman and that the smells good. back of the <laughs> I don't know what goes on in that alleyway, but it's... It, it's like the strongest. It's I think like, Chernobyl. <laughs> it is pretty bad. It is. It is pretty bad. Godly. <laughs> yeah. So, I, um, I remember yeah. Printer's Alley being bad at, at sometimes. That alley behind the Ryman is the fucking mm-hmm. drizzling shits. It is awful back there. Yeah. I mean, it's got to be a bunch of piss and beer. Got to be. It's got to be. I think we'll just urinate in that alley. Yeah. <sighs> I think I have. <laughs> <laughs> when you got to go, you got to go. There's not a part of downtown Nashville I don't think I haven't pissed on. <laughs> <laughs> At some point, it's, I mean, everybody's got piss in that, on Broadway, right? Man, yeah, I mean, you got, you got to, right? I would think. I mean, if you're. And it's hard to get to a restroom in the bar. Yes, it, it is. is. It, it is. is. Those parking garages gotta be full of it. <laughs> yeah, so it, some of the drinking laws are a little bit laxer now. Like you can actually drink on the street after certain hours. So uh, can you really? Yeah. Like what hours? Like Broadway closes down. Like the the streets close down at certain time to where you can actually like walk across the street. I'm surprised they haven't made it to where it's just closed. Period. Like it's like Bourbon Street. <laughs> I mean that's what it is uh, to a certain degree. Did you not see that uh, that video? Over the last over the weekend, Mm-mm. all the people in uh, the middle of the Broadway, almost like it looked almost like uh, was it staged. It looked almost like the NFL draft. It was that packed down yes. there. I did see that. Photo. Did you see that? Well, oh no no! You're talking about the video where they're on the rooftop and stuff. But it was the street too. It was like it was it, yeah. It showed the street was and the roof fireworks. Well, the that's what I thought. Was that for the Fourth of July? It had to be right. It had to be. Because there's no reason you'd have that. You don't necessarily have that many people down there. It had to be the Fourth of July fireworks. Fireworks. I don't know why I got so country on that. I think it was the fireworks. Who That's played was, it this year? Uh, Old Dominion was the headline. Uh, I can't name a song. I like Old Dominion. What did they sing? Uh, you don't know either. I was on a boat that day. <laughs> no one. Okay. Hotel Key. They have a couple. Yeah, Hotel Key. Uh, Broken Heart. Uh, what's another one? Uh, wagon wheel? No, they don't do wagon wheel. But do they cover wagon wheel? <laughs> no. No. I would know more of their songs if they came out as gay allies. <laughs> Is that just kind of what your genre? Just DM them and just see. I can't wait till Pet Shop Boys make a good country <laughs> just album. Just DM them just <laughs> to see. the heck out of that. If Pet Shop Boys do, yeah. I got a soft spot for them. I think they're really good. <laughs> I mean... Not bad, not bad. I think they still make music. Oh, I'm sure. I'm pretty sure they do. Who's the most unlikely person you've ever seen record a country album? Most unlikely person to record a country album? Or if you don't know him, I can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Before you said that, I was going to say Nelly. Does he have a full... Oh, well, you said album. You did say and album. That song, okay. And Wilco? Over... Not Wilco. Uh, uh, Ween. Ween had a full country album. Oh, really? 13 country hits. Uh, I'm not familiar. And there was only 10 songs. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. Yeah. They uh, got tired. Nah, this is not for me. Latoya Jackson has a country album. Seriously? Really? She does. Um, it's like Happy Holidays from At Nashville. At one point, I would say Darius Rucker. But he was country, though, basically. I mean, his sound was country from like, yes. whenever he started. With Hootie? Disassociating. Aaron yeah. Lewis? 
He was country. You think Aaron Lewis was country? I think Stained sounds country to me. They like, do now. Like it's like if Nickelback and Lone Star had a baby, it would be Stained. <laughs> I do <laughs> Lone Star and Nickelback. I do think that uh, that they were a product of that period where apparently every twenty-year-old, nineteen-year-old male in this country had a broken heart. <laughs> People still do. <laughs> I've also heard the lead singer of Creed lives here. Can you confirm that? I don't know if Scott Stapp lives here, but we will message him on Instagram and see if he responds. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that Melissa Joan Hart lived here. I've heard that, yes. Apparently she just went like way right, like QAnon almost or something. You know, I always saw her doing like, um, like endorsing like libertarian uh She's definitely not coming on the show now. Oh, she's not. Sorry. Sorry, Millie. No, it's okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. We love you, Clarissa. I just remember her on MTV Cribs. I never watched Sabrina, so. I never. I watched Clarissa. She was Clarissa was the she show. Was, she was beautiful. Followed she was my girl. Pete, Pete. I got a feeling I'm a little older than you. Um. I mean, I remember Clarissa explains it all. That like someone climbed in her window, right? It was like all the time. Yeah. Before it was Dawson the neighbor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember that, but that's about it. Yeah, I think that's about all I remember. <laughs> you know who K. Michelle is? Kate Michelle? K. Michelle. K. Michelle. Yes. Porn? She, <laughs> she played that uh she played at the Bluebird Cafe. She had a uh it was do uh it was deemed her first country performance. Country spell with a K. <laughs> that's <laughs> See now that that's the kind of history I like. <laughs> Oh my gosh! I really like that artwork. Too. I like that. I like the the album cover. She's I do like, like the album cover. She had to throw that Jack Daniels in because why it's would country. you? And that was it's country in, and it's Nashville. That photo was taken in her house in L.A. too. So that's really cute. <laughs> what, what's your least favorite country stereotype? Um, my least favorite country stereotype. Oh, the people are into hunting. I, I associating hunting and hunting and country music is a no for me. So you don't hunt. I don't. From uh, being from Missouri. I know. You know, my dad lives for it. He thinks it's the most amazing. <laughs> you thing. probably went with your dad. <laughs> I did, sadly, and I do have trauma from that too. And now you killed a deer. Have you killed a deer? I didn't know. What have you killed? Um. Your dad get mad if you didn't pull the trigger. Um, Shoot it! I think he was more just Shoot like, it! Take the knife, quiet. son. Take the <laughs> knife and skin it. No, I was just always getting in trouble because I was too loud or like talking or trying to listen to like my like, CD players. So I was never in quiet the deer enough. stand or yeah. in the blind. So your dad's about to take a shot. You're going, no! Yeah, yeah so it, it is, I ended up a vegetarian because of that. Are you really? Uh, mm-hmm. Like a junk food vegetarian. I don't eat well, but I don't eat okay. <laughs> <laughs> But I don't eat meat. So, so have you ever, did you ever kill an animal? Nothing. Like a goat or something? No, I don't. <laughs> I never even had that opportunity. Um, but no, not that I can think of. Did you ever milk a cow? No, I was always you, really grossed out of, by all that. Yeah, that was a different farm, I guess he was on. <laughs> yeah. Well, we had horses. So they you can know, you saddle a horse? I can. Okay. Did you? Could you do like rodeo? No. Oh, that would have just made my dad's life. But uh, <laughs> no, because at that point, you know, even being into country music and stuff, I tried to like disassociate myself with that, and I was like, I'm more of a big city edge. I'm gonna make some babaganoush. So, 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 um, <laughs> so your dad bought a, bought your first vehicle was a truck. You said no, dad. 
with a gun dri- rack. Not with a gun a rack. truck. How'd you know? It didn't have a gun rack, but it had a browning sticker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it had that? to have the browning sticker. <laughs> Salt life, even though you weren't even close close to a lake. <laughs> it, was a, it was a teal ranger. <laughs> You're describing every vehicle on the road in Missouri right now. Missouri is more southern than Tennessee. It's Jack, it's jacked up thing. wheels. I'm from Alabama. It's, so it's did, you, did your dad like Chris Ledoux? You know, he probably does. I've never actually um, surveyed him. You're probably that. the only other person who will know a Chris Ledoux reference. That oh, I- yes. Garth Brooks <laughs> Muse. Um, I'm sure he does like Chris Ledoux. Okay. Mm. I like I like some Chris Ledoux. He's all right. He was pretty good. Um, gone too soon. <laughs> gone too soon. <laughs> so you like deep country. Oh, yeah. Some things I don't even bring up because there's no point. Really? Yeah, it's just so out there. Does that mean? Yeah, I have like a small like museum in my home. It's pretty interesting. Like um, I have Marsha Brady has a country record. I have that in my home. So you you really are like a country music historian. <laughs> yeah, um, I guess you could say that in my own way. <laughs> but I'm really selective. Like I don't know. Like I probably couldn't name you. Like. You like odd stuff. Yeah, like yeah. I'm, I'm not like here to tell you the biography of George Jones. Yeah. Right. But like, you know, his lesbian assistant, I might know a little bit about that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so it's just, <laughs> just odd stuff. <laughs> what were the color of the lips of John Michael Montgomery's uh, auction wife? Oh, ruby red. There it is. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> he had an auction wife? It was a song. Okay. <laughs> He describes her lips as ruby red. I, I, yeah, I have no idea. I don't know. He knows more about country music than I do. That's the old what's, school. One. What's your favorite country album? Favorite one? I don't think I actually have a favorite country album. Uh, like my, I, my music taste in country music is more a la carte. I would be a la carte. I don't think I could name a country album actually. Uh, one of my <laughs> one of my favorite uh, like go to by Taylor Swift. Yeah. I was trying to think. <laughs> That's I, I know, it. There's that one Dixie Chicks album. She's from Tennessee. I think I can, wasn't there like oh, didn't Dixie Chicks have Wide Open Spaces? Right. Wide Open, open spaces. spaces. That's open one. Spaces. <laughs> that was a great album. I'm really pumped. I can figure that out. <laughs> can you name one of their other albums? Oh, fuck Mm-mm. me. Um, the Chicks. Chicks. Is it one of the Chicks? Um. Well, no, that's their name. But <laughs> <laughs> I it's not a self-title. It wasn't self-title. Oh shoot! Uh, Serendipity. <laughs> 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 it's like an album from Sarah McLaughlin. So we'll <laughs> no same, same time. Yeah. Same time. They're both from Canada. They're both from Canada. The Dixie Chicks are not from Canada. No, I don't think I so. Don't, I think they're from Texas. But um, <laughs> they both did Lilith Fair. So they both did do Lilith Fair. That's true. Mm-hmm. So there's your six degrees of separation between Sarah McLaughlin and, and the chicks. So, and, the, and the chicks. Did you go to Bonnaroo to see them? I didn't know. I don't do summer activities. Bonnaroo. I don't know why anyone would go to that. <laughs> that sounds fucking miserable to me. Thousands of people go every year. So hot. No water. No shower. My comfort means too much to me. I keep wanting to go, but you got to buy like weekend passes. Like I, I just want to buy one day ticket. I just want to go when it's raining or like cold or something. Yeah, they need to move that stuff to the fall. Like I couldn't even enjoy Pride this year because I mean it's a hundred degrees. Wasn't it? It was downtown Nashville, wasn't it? Centennial Park. That's like, I thought it was on Broadway for some reason. Was that the parade they had? Well, the the parade goes through there. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Like, who has hot chicken fest in, in July? Why would anybody want to eat hot chicken outside? Period. In July. That sounds terrible to me. 
Life is so stupid. Ugh. And you, oh, God. Portage on stew? Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck that. That sounds awful. I'm not I'm not built for that. Mm-mm. Same. <laughs> yeah, I'm much more. I don't really like um, outdoor activities during the summer. Uh, I just don't like sweating for no reason. I, I Like, I'm just not one of those people. You start getting me with that weird back and knee sweat, I'm out. <laughs> Yeah, and then everyone invites you here. Like they want to, like, do you want to go to a patio to have drinks? I'm like, no, I'll go inside. <laughs> Fucking bugs say, sit, everywhere. A citronella candle ain't doing shit. No, I'm getting. <laughs> yeah, no. And then they only most Nashville restaurants only serve you warm room temperature water in a crowd. I don't know why they. So, yeah. It, it, I'm just like, take me to Chili's. <laughs> All West End. <laughs> <laughs> I got class. <laughs> yeah, the West End Chili's is where I go when I think about fancy. Yeah, that's a classic. The Hermitage one is the one that, where they all know me. Okay, <laughs> it's either they're Hooters. Oh, the Hermitage Hooters. Yeah, they probably know me there too. Mm-hmm. I bet they don't at Golden Corral. <laughs> Not yet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's one of those things I used to think was cool, like buffets. And now the older I get, I'm like, what a fucking gross idea. <laughs> so gross. So gross. Yeah, my dad loved it. <laughs> My dad loved <laughs> Ryan's Golden Corral. Ryan's, did they have those here? Yeah, yeah. Oh, rest in peace. Oh man, they had good rolls. <laughs> they had a bakery. They had, yeah. I feel like they had aisles and aisles and aisles of food. Like maybe I'm remembering it poorly. It's too much food. This yeah. is a lot of food. And they had like a carving station for their turkey. It's a lot of food. And turkey none of it's and, right. and steak. <laughs> the Golden Corral was the same way. Yeah. But I remember Ryan's. I mean, we had one near where I grew up. And I remember going there one time, and it was like $27 for like one plate. And I'm like, 27 It was expensive, I swear. Ooh. I think Ryan's was like. My dad would have never gone there if it was $27. And it, this was later. Brought y'all kids eat free night. It was very expensive, is all I remember. <laughs> Might have been 27 a family back then. I don't remember 27 But uh, I mean, Ryan's is great if you like a lot of food and you don't want any of it above average. Average. And you don't want to take you know anything home. It's all average. Just <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't give a. And you, you just want, quit caring. You, you want to eat on a restaurant that has carpet. <laughs> you know what? I'd like Jello with my spaghetti tonight. <laughs> yeah. Let's go to Ryan's. Yeah. <laughs> Steak and pizza. Let me get some some, some ribs and fish. Let me get some. <laughs> This is sad, Adam. And don't forget your sprinkles. The sprinkles sprinkle and the ice cream. Uh, Sherbert. <laughs> sprinkles and the ice cream. You got to get that. They got that machine. Got a whole thing of banana pudding. I will say the ice cream bar was actually very lavish, in my opinion. It was nice. It went bad. It went bad. It's hard to beat an ice cream bar, though, really. I mean, you know. Does ice cream taste bad? I mean, can you have bad ice cream? I've never had ice cream being like, this is shitty ice cream. <laughs> yeah, I can't recall. I, well, no, I take that back. Uh, I went to that that restaurant flight over by uh, Frugal McDougal. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm talking about? So yes. they, they were one of these fusion restaurants that tried to do like all these weird fancy shit with their food. And they uh, their salad had blue cheese ice cream. Fucking disgusting. That sounds awful. It was so gross. You lost me at blue cheese. I like. Blue, I love blue cheese. Same. I love blue. But cheese. But blue cheese ice cream. That, that's a stretch for me. That is a stretch, man. Um, that's just doing some shit because you can. Right. Is that place still in business? <laughs> yeah, it's still open actually. Oh, and it, in the Gulch, my friend McDougal. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of the longest. It's, it's right that. across the street from uh, Party Foul. Okay, yep, I know sure exactly is. where it is, but I've never mm-hmm. paid attention to it. I've only been there one time, and that was. And it's been there I, forever. It's though. been there forever. Hmm. Like damn near twenty years. Really? Yeah. 
Yeah. It was one of the first, like, I guess, fusion-type restaurants in Nashville. One of the first different ones mm-hmm. where it went steak or meat and three. That was back when the social club was still behind it. The swingers joined. Yep. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. I didn't ever get to experience that place. It, well, it was fun. I think they love country music. <laughs> you said it was fun. Oh. You said it was fun. Like, you been there? Or, I ain't did you go there? there? Honestly, no. those probably the women of that bar would have been followers of mine. They probably would have liked me. Really? Um, they would have liked the country music allies page. I'm like, this is just so damn cute. <laughs> so does that happen a lot? That I mean, who are the, who are your main you followers for for this? Um, mostly just allies. You know, um, I don't know if it's because there's a lack of queer um, country music fans or what. Yeah. But most of the people that reach out to me are like, "This is so cool." You know, I have a trans brother or something, and they tell me like kind of a story um, about how they grew up on country music. But I don't. Um, you know, I haven't really ever done the demographics, but yeah, a lot of a lot of straight allies reach out to me and they're like, "This is very cool," which is obviously very exciting for me um, but it's yeah. also more exciting when someone messages me and I'm like oh I grew up in like the f- prairie or something <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> this is Laura Ingalls and I'm coming out as a lesbian and I just you know love country music or something like that so it really does mean a lot when people out there um, somewhere in the US find it yeah. and they're like wow I had no idea something like this existed this is so cool you know I never really thought there was going to be a movement of queer country music and now there is it's very in right now so you're not just in Nashville Oh, it no. just so happens that we have a lot of country music in Nashville. So it, yeah, it just so happens I live here, and that a lot of the people that uh, do my shows and that I interact you with live one? here. I'm good, thank you. You can give me another one. But yeah, they no do one. live here. Um, but I do, you know, like I said, there's artists all over the world. There's uh, queer country in you know the UK now. Oh, I'm sure. So, God, I would think that I would think that the UK was actually less tolerant of of gay people than we are. The UK? Yeah. Why would you think that? Why? Yeah. Because they're way more white trash than we are. The UK? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, maybe. They eat beans for breakfast, man. But I think socially they're just, chicken. they're just happy socially. You know. <laughs> yeah, you don't think of them. I would think they're way less tall. Dude, they still kill Catholics and shit. Well, I'm not going to go to that part of the day <laughs> do my, um, my international debut. But, um, we, yeah, we do have quite a bit of followers over there. Because you can see where, like, oh, your, your demographics are. And, of course, most of them are here in Nashville. But, yeah. you know, I have a huge following in Canada. Um, there's a lot of great country music coming out of Canada. And those people have been very supportive, um, queer or otherwise. They've been very yeah. supportive. Shania Twain's Canadian. She is. To um, bring it full circle. She is. And she also signed um, the gay rights into... Um, into effect mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. Was, there was no lawyers there was no um you know activists it was all these all these celebrities i don't think there were any gay people until shania twain there wasn't unfortunately no she's like the buzz aldrin of, <laughs> <laughs> of gay people <laughs> was he like the first astronaut <laughs> yeah he was the first one on the moon <laughs> so yeah, um, and then she decided that she wasn't queer after all, but she wanted to keep the legacy going. <laughs> well, good for her. She got it started. Thanks, Shania. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a long sorted history of country music and queer people. Um, you know, Faith Hill has been known to be very um, affirming and very mm-hmm. gay friendly. Um, Tim McGraw as well, but mainly Faith. Um, well, but he's more racist though. 
Tim McGraw. Yeah. Now I don't think we confirmed that. That's why he's with Nelly. I think. (laughs) I don't. I think that's just what we've um, made up tonight. But no, I I don't think. I don't think Tim was. You're really keeping us on. (laughs) (laughs) I think that um, that came naturally. I think they were fans of each other's work. And that song isn't really a country song because I remember hearing it on the pop station and they like sped it up a little bit. So it doesn't even. They count. actually sped it up. Yeah, like they do everything. Like one day I was driving through Bowling Green, mm-hmm. and I was just listening to like FM radio, and it was Maddie and Tay's um, "Die of a Broken Heart," but it was like a club mix. I was like, <laughs> I was like, can we not? Can like people not just can have, nothing like, be sacred? Yeah, it's like. It's like in Darius order to Rucker really be and, and Wagon Wheel. Like, can we not keep stuff <laughs> where it's supposed to be? I didn't know Old Crow sang that for the longest damn time. Dude, that song was almost 20 years old. Again, I don't <laughs> listen to country. <laughs> I don't know how much I can reiterate this fact. Have you been to a country concert? Have I been to a country? Uh, I've, been to, I've seen Hootie. <laughs> I don't know. That's like soft uh, rock. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with, uh, with the southern accent. <laughs> I saw the David Mayfield parade, and he's country. Um, gosh, I don't think I have. <laughs> the Abbott Brothers or the Abbott Brothers country? No, I mean, no. I mean, maybe adjacent. Some universe, no, but no, I don't think so. I saw Wilco. <laughs> Is he country too? Kind of country rock. Some? I don't think, but you know. Surely I've seen a country artist. There's no way I haven't seen a country you artist. You never went to fanfare growing up? Because you did live here, right? My Mima always went. <gasps> I didn't go with my Mima. But I, she clearly listed country. She's a Mima. She, She's she, a Mima, yeah. That's her name was Norma Jane. And uh, my other good. aunts who'd go with her was Martha Ann and Martha Pearl. <laughs> and I'm a Jean. Okay, this is a. <laughs> Those were all my I'm hands. That's I'm the Nashville I remember. It was like Branson. Like it was just. It a was lot like Branson. And Branson. I still yes. want to go to Branson so bad. I would love to go to Branson. Well, I don't want to go to Branson. <laughs> I'd love to go. The Oak Ridge Boys, you know, are playing right now. Oh, right now, are singing so Elvira or the reboot of um, Lee Greenwood's song. Proud to be American. I feel like that's going to be very successful in the Branson region. Oh, uh, on so, all the boats. This so, so God yeah. bless the USA is the wagon wheel of Branson. <laughs> <laughs> Every yeah. bar just yeah, plays it. Um, you know, I lived in Springfield for many years. That's where I went to school, and that's um, where I stayed, and I worked yeah. for a long time. So I was very close to Branson, and I loved it a lot, but... Um, it, it's it's like so how, you actually have been to Branson, oh many a times. God, that's great. Is it like Gatlinburg? I picture it like Gatlinburg. It's basically, basically Gatlinburg. It, and Gatlinburg. it started like that, and I mean, it was there was not going to be a Nashville at one point. They were like Nashville's done. Fuck this. Branson, Branson. is it. And I was, you know, well, I mean, I was like two. But Conway like, Twitty was probably there. Oh my gosh, they all he were. He was moving. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of them still live there. Um, a lot of them. Is I mean, it pretty or something? Missouri is gorgeous. <laughs> they have a lot of lakes, so um, it doesn't actually look too different. Um, Looks like is it? I see like I, it's very blue when I watch Ozark. I think that was filmed in like somewhere else, but <laughs> I think it's a blue filter. It was filmed outside of Atlanta. Ozark was. I believe, Ozark, yeah, it was Ozark, there. Georgia. So, <laughs> so yeah, it is very beautiful there. Um, the people are very nice. It's not too much different than Tennessee. I would say it's a little. Mm-hmm. Um, Older, yeah. Um, 
And I mean, I bet there's some good retirement homes up there. They probably do have some buffets up there. Oh, Branson. I mean, Sadu Smorgasbord was a place that I begged my parents to go, and they were like, we better not. <laughs> I always wanted to go there on vacation. Sadie Smorgasbord. For the name alone, I thought that These was These are great names. Um, it is. Last time I went through there, though, um, it was before the pandemic, before I moved here, um, yeah, it was out of business. Have so. you been to the Hermitage Smorgasbord and been like, this is not the same? <laughs> the one by Target? Yeah. I pass it a lot, and I get very interested, but I've never been. It's, <laughs> it is the nicest buffet. <laughs> really? There's no, I don't ever see a lot of cars in the parking lot. I don't know if it's because of Because the, they, they eat before five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're probably driving afterwards. I mean, yeah, you gotta go for the early bird. bird. Yeah, you gotta early go about four. Special. About four is the rush. Maybe 30. <laughs> Cars are waiting outside. It's usually they're dropped off from a bus, too. (laughs) So you wouldn't see a bunch of cars. I get it. So then they're going back to their Mount Juliet retirement home. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Now, there's probably one behind Target, if I had to guess. Oh, and that, like, housing makeup. By the YMCA or something. Yeah, assisted living. Yeah, Yeah. assisted living. (laughs) They're actually coming from hospice. (laughs) (laughs) This is their last wish. (laughs) I mean, that's super sad, but unbelievable. If you hear that, that's the bar upstairs. Oh, yeah, I heard the nice jazz music when I was walking. Yeah, man, that was loud, wasn't it? Super loud. Uh, but it was like weird, like, vaudevillain <laughs> jazz. I was like, what is this? Yeah, it was definitely a, a time warp for me. <laughs> Have you ever been to that bar? I've not, no. Overlord? It looks like the Great Gatsby. Oh, really? Yeah. That's pretty cool. If you're into that. Um, I'm into it. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to see the new Elvis movie? Just I only ask that because Baz Luhrmann directed Greg Greg Gatsby as well. Uh, you know, I don't go to the movies anymore. Um, Since COVID. Uh, no, it just reminds me of something I did with my ex, so now movies are off the limits. Well. <laughs> Do you even watch movies anymore? It's like, ah. Uh, well, now you can watch the movie. Cancel my Netflix. <laughs> I, I don't have any services like that. No, I just, the only thing I watch are like the free apps. So like I watch, um, what was it I was watching that I thought was so funny? My mom was like, that was not even good when it was on. <laughs> it was called Grace Under Fire. And I'm like, this that is was this. not. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I cackled. I was like rolling off the couch. My mom was like, that's probably one of the worst sitcoms I've ever seen. <laughs> I was like, I'm just loving it right now. And I watched the whole thing. What was her name? Brett Butler was there the, you go. the yeah. blonde woman. Grace. Um, yeah. That was under fire. Yeah. So I thought it was good. It was set in Missouri. You can't go wrong, right? Was it really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. So you miss being back home? Yes, I miss Missouri a lot. I love it there. You think you'll go back? Uh, no, I don't think so now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Unless Branson comes up, and then you'll have to take the allies if there. If Branson starts, um, you know, coming back and making um, a resurgence, sorry, I'm not talking to the microphone. It's okay. Um, I'll definitely have to go back, move my mission there, and start a theater there. What's your mission statement? <laughs> um, I can't remember off the top of my head. It's like, oh, you do have one? Yeah, it's that's like, fantastic. Like to promote um, queer and allied artists in country music, something short and sweet. Okay. Yeah. Like yeah. Said, you don't have to be gay. You just have to be cool yep. with gays. Just cool with gays. I was about to say I wouldn't think. I would think the majority of the people who follow you are not actually gay. Um, and that that's correct. A lot of them are just allies. Yeah. Is it half and half? I would say most of them are um, heterosexual. Okay, but I mean, I don't. I haven't served. You haven't done a survey. I'm yeah. going to as soon as I get off. I'm going to post one just so I can find out. <laughs> Curious minds want to know. All you got to do is ask if they eat at buffets, and if, if the majority say yes, yes, they are straight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. And they're over fifty. <laughs> 
You know, I don't. I maybe sixty. You know, I've never looked at ages. I wonder if I have any. What I wonder what your group does skew age wise. So ours says like what what, what we skew age wise. Oh, I can show you my phone later, and you can tell me. I don't know how to look at that. Okay, yeah, I'll show you that. Yeah, it's uh, it's easy to find out. It'll tell you like where most of them live. And yeah, I've seen else. that. I've paid attention to that before because mm-hmm. I was like, why are there so many people in Canada? <laughs> I don't. I guess Shania Twain. Shania Twain. It, it was Shania. It would. Have it makes to be. sense. It makes sense. Justin it, Bieber, maybe. Is he is he an ally? Maybe. I think he's been. Um, I keep like a list, um, but I think I don't think so. I think he's gotten into some trouble before. What qualifies as an ally? Someone who just doesn't say like homophobic stuff. Okay. Well, no, you actually have to do a lot more than that. But like, that's like the basis. That's like the just the the bare the bare yeah. minimum. Just open so, the door. So I mean, you know, really, um, in particular to what I do is like I encourage you know straight artists to mention you know queer country artists coming up or promote their music and try to get them included in festivals and shows um, you know and just extend an invite to them that they may not have otherwise had okay gotcha um, so yeah it's funny that just mentioned the ally part so somebody asked me uh, I told him like uh, who the guest was this week I, I said it's it's you with country music allies and explain what country music allies was and they're like, oh, I, I didn't know you really talked to a lot of gay people. And I was like, well, I don't. But it's not because like I'm going out of my way not to. It just made me start really realizing, like, well, I would. Of course, I don't talk to many. I have two kids and go to like children's events where it's all this nuclear family type stuff. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't really think of it that way. That like, I don't know. I just don't really go out of my way. I just don't. It's not. It's not that I'm trying not to talk to gay people. I just don't find myself in many situations where I would be. So you speaking. don't have any gay friends? Not really. No gay friends. I might be canceled. Mm-hmm. Just kidding. My mom. My mom. Uh, Is she used gay? To, she's not gay, but <laughs> she used to let me hang out with Aunt, Auntie Trixie, uh, and he was gay. <laughs> well, so, well, there's that. So that he was a nice guy. <laughs> so you don't have any gay friends either. Is Kelly gay? Is Kelly gay? Oh yeah, yeah Kelly is. Yeah, That's we do have a gay friend. Yeah, yeah we do have a gay friend. There was a uh, there was a guy back in uh, college that we uh, there was friends of a friend that we used to hang out with at the bar, and uh, I guess she she's trans, and it, it almost it got to the point to where everybody just kind of like you know considered her she. I mean, yep. it, it was it was that normal. It was that normal, and I thought that I thought I honestly thought that was pretty cool. Like it, it took more courage for her to do that than anything I've done in my life. That especially would be hard, being especially a small growing town. up. Yes, growing up in Alabama and doing mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. and just going out dressing like she was at the time. It'd be hard to sell, man. I'm telling you, man. You got to be pretty that, fucking confident. Yes. And she was. She was. And she was funny. So Derek in high school, he was uh, one of my good friends. And we had the type of high school, well, I guess, you know, I graduated in the 90s. So we knew who was gay, but nobody openly said they were gay. And, um, you know, he was he was gay and he talked to me about it and stuff. I hung out with him all the time. We used to, heck, I went to, uh, like, I would go out to over the, the gay bars it was just tribe and play and blue jeans was over there blue jeans wasn't gay and uh, but we would like bar hop and stuff because he could get me into these places and i was a minor <laughs> oh, so he was uh that's really the the only uh, there were other ones 
that I've hung out with from just bartending and waiting tables and stuff. But it, yeah, just now because of having kids and taking kids and stuff and everything, you just don't, there are gay parents. I just don't typically see them very often. So, uh, well, I would think it, I would think for you, you probably like have a lot more straight friends. That's a lot easier to find. It is. Yes. Um, it seems like uh, straight women just really dominate toward like, they just really are drawn to me. So that's what I end up with. How often do you think they, they just like that to say I have a gay friend or they just genuinely are drawn? You know, that used to be a problem that used to really bother me. Um, I don't want to be tokenized in that way. Um, I think at this point I've kind of like gotten rid of those people. Um, I'm not anyone's sassy gay friend. I'm not, you know, like a TV show. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not doing it. I'm not. I like that. You said that sassy gay friend. (laughs) I'm not, um, you know, the will to anyone's grace or anything like that. I think at this point it's just, um, my friendships are more natural and, it's just who I am. I don't. I hope they're not tokenizing me. If they are, and I find out about it, I'll be very sad. I'm sure it has. It, it probably has happened. Though. Oh, many times. Yeah, for sure. Especially like when I was in high school and college, and I wasn't really um, as aware of things like that as I am now. Yeah. It happened all the time. Yeah, I could see that. And I yeah. let it happen. I. I mean, I just didn't notice it. Well, it probably. I mean. To a point, probably made you like kind of popular. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's always been like a, you know like that unique vibe about me. Um, I don't know if it's made any like, you know, long lasting deep connections or anything like that, but people have always found me interesting, especially being in such a rural community. Yeah. Um, you know, I was talking with a friend about this recently from my hometown, and we had um, a couple black people, a couple Asian people, and then like there was probably a couple of gay people. Um, well, let's just say me. Um, but it was like they were almost treated sometimes like as celebrities because. Um, so unique. So unique. And it was just like, I mean, just like otherworldly to those people so um yeah that happens so we talked about beforehand and you didn't say anything about it but uh, i mentioned that me and kellen talked about it i didn't really because when we first messaged each other you said you have like a pride episode coming up and something during pride month i really uh we both said that i really didn't want some uh, that to be on during pride month because i didn't want to come across as hey guys this is what we're supposed to do. It's June. Yeah. Uh, welcome aboard. You know, I really would rather it be something more natural. Just, hey, you're a person and you'd like to talk about this and we'd like to hear you talk about it. Yeah, so so how, take the first week after. The first week right? after. The first week after. <laughs> well, I uh, but, but But, I mean, and that wasn't on purpose either, actually. Yeah. But um, The other person canceled this morning, so. Yeah, it was it was either you or Megan Barry. <laughs> I want to do one with her. I like her. Oh man, she is a lot of fun. She's she's a nice person. But how do you feel about the the rainbow washing? And I asked you, like, how do you exactly explain what rainbow washing is? That's a new term for me that I saw this year, more so. But I get it. I kind of understand right. what it is. I think what you're envisioning is exactly what it is. It's you know, corporations are trying to like capture gay dollars, I believe, and they're yeah. you know turning their logo to a rainbow, which yours was already kind of primary colors so we didn't really you, realize you, you, that you didn't we have were. to change it so yeah, um, <laughs> yeah you got you guys got there was something i didn't even really realize <laughs> yeah. until i started seeing all the companies it's like i guess we already did that it's three years in the making um so yeah. yeah you don't have to change your logo so save you some time there um so yeah changing their logos you know target um i love target that's where i shop but they have like, gay, like somebody called it gay walmart it really when you walked in they had like this um huge 
display and they had like they put out like queer artists and they had like Demi Lovato's records and like gay Oreos and like masses and like with <laughs> rainbows and I was like this is I mean super interesting um, I can't tell you if it's wrong but it seems ingenuine. Such pandering. I think when it seems ingenuine is when it's rainbow yeah. washing. I would agree. Did you watch any NASCAR last month? <laughs> no, but I give it a because if they're going to... Now you're a NASCAR fan. <laughs> I say, if they're going to and say that, then they deserve all the game money they can get because that was a bold move. I was dying to get one of my best friends who like hates... He's like far right. And I was like, for Father's Day, I got to get him one of those NASCAR shirts. He loves NASCAR. Oh, like the NASCAR Pride one? The, yes. yes. Which I actually thought... I was like, that's a pretty cool looking logo. It wasn't a bad looking shirt. So, yeah, I would get it for him. <laughs> totally get it. get it for him. Yeah, you get it for his birthday. I will. But, uh, yeah, I'm not – I am not. I would love to see what the numbers are for – because these businesses would not be doing this if they were not making money. Oh, no. There's no way. There's no way these corporations would be doing it if they weren't making money. So I would like to see, like, how does that correlate when they look at it? Well, I mean, I remember one time on TV, and I didn't purposely watch Ann Coulter, but she was on, and she was talking about, like, gay people have a lot of, like... Disposable income? Money share in this country, and I think that companies just want a part of that. Well, so I've always heard that with real estate. If you want to know where to invest in real estate, go where the gay people are moving, because they typically buy investment properties... And since they do have uh, disposable income, they fix them right up. Mm-hmm. That's what happened in Nashville. I mean, big time. Go up. Yep. Yep. I've heard that, but I've heard that that's a, like a very true statement that 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 really does happen in pretty much every city that that does happen. Um, but I would I would be curious to see like there's got to be some studies done on like okay how much money are we making. Right. I mean, I didn't buy the gay Oreos, so um, somebody did, though. Somebody did. You didn't want to try them? I didn't. You didn't want to post them on the gram? No, um, and that would have been all. honestly all it was for, was just for a quick photo. How much? I think a lot of stuff's done now just for the social media attention. It's also curated so well. Mm. Well, look at like like when Starbucks had that unicorn drink. You remember that? Oh, and people just got to take the photo. Yeah, absolutely. There is no reason anybody else would want that thing. No, was it not good, dude? It was. It had like fourteen hundred grams of sugar. I don't know. It was something stupid in this thing. <laughs> it was like a, you would lose two toes after drinking <laughs> <Two> this. Toes. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Do you not remember that thing? Mm-mm. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, I remember it. Everyone it was like was, purple swirl or yeah, something. Everyone took photos of it. Like Absolutely. All, all the, I missed that one. Yeah. I do think that happens a lot, though, now that people just buy stuff, not even really wanting it. Just be like, hey, look what I did. Yeah, it's kind of like whenever <laughs> something bad happens, say, like the Eiffel Tower gets damaged, everyone posts the picture about the time they went there, you know, mm-hmm. and like. 1999 like do you remember during covid on facebook that people were like in in memory of in honor of the seniors that don't get to graduate i'm gonna post my senior photo yes. like, like there's a bunch of 18 year olds like thank you yeah, that made yeah. thank you so much like, <laughs> thank you doug since i'm not able to walk i really want to see your crusty yeah. photo yeah. Yeah. i really want to see your wings yeah i want to see that, <laughs> that purple that face me. guy over there <laughs> doing a lot of odd stuff at the beginning of COVID yeah, on were. social media like the push-ups um, that and then just all the surveys and spreading all this stuff and I'm like oh okay just go away 
Oh, bored. People had time on their hands. Peak COVID <laughs> was Tiger King, right? I think that was when we were at our peak as a society. Yeah. Well, like COVID- we quit racism, <laughs> homophobia, everything during we Tiger King. It was a cultural shift. You know, I got, I separate. Well, I went through my divorce right at the beginning of COVID. So I don't really remember any of it because I was just like asleep most of the time. But when I woke up, it was like a new world. What a great time <laughs> to be alive. It was. Cause it was I, he was asleep. Yeah. I really was. Like, I couldn't tell you anything that was going on in the world. Did you drink a little bit during then? Maybe. No, just slept. Just slept? Yeah. <laughs> I, could, I didn't have the energy to walk across the room. And my followers, you know, I love my followers because a lot of them, you know, were there to talk to me when I couldn't, you know, go visit my friends and family during that time because mm-hmm. it was right at the beginning of lockdown. And a lot of them were there for me. They would call me or, you know, chat with me online. So, yeah, I have, I'm really proud of the community that I've made, even though they may not all know each other you know they know me and mm-hmm. yeah i've made a lot of friends through it that's pretty cool well jared thank you for coming on you're always welcome to come to the show um thank you for having me so what would you like to promote anything in particular yeah just um anyone out there if they will look up you know queer country and look up some queer country artists and stream their music buy their music go to their shows that's all i ask where can we find you on instagram twitter or anything like that you can find me on all socials at country music allies most um active on instagram so if you need to contact me contact me there all right and you say you got a show set up for october right yeah details on that will be out very soon so we're going to do an lgbt or like a queer country music history show nice still not saying that word (laughs) all right (laughs) (laughs) all right y'all have a great week take care